Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for each testimony that was there. Lord, we thank you for the comfort that we can share with each other, even though we cannot be personally uh, together. We thank you for the work that is being done. And Lord, we uh, thank you that Bill has uh, seen uh, the truth and what has been said and has come back. And Lord, we just uh, thank you for the working that we can see. We thank you for... Uh, working in lives and answering prayer, protecting us, keeping us. Lord, we thank you for those that were faithful to visitation. And, uh, and Lord, just uh, the ability to get away and relax a little bit this week. We thank you for all of your blessings upon our lives. In your name we pray. Amen. Go ye kids. And the rest of us, let's turn to... Psalm 37, we cannot have a series on Psalms and not spend at least one evening on Psalm 37. One of the commentaries I read said that Psalm 37 is more like a chapter out of Proverbs. Each verse is almost a complete uh, thought in and of itself, and, and we will deal with that. We have... Let me count them up here. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Twelve commands in this verse. Uh, the verses in our English are not exactly the same divisions that we would have uh, in uh, the Hebrew itself. Uh, in the Hebrew, this is one of the alphabetical psalms. Each uh, line would start with a different letter of the Hebrew alphabet, uh, very similar to Psalm 119, only Psalm 119 had eight verses for each letter. This would have one verse through the alphabet, and then it would start over and go through uh, the second time because of the number of verses here. And uh, we will not have time to read this psalm in its entirety tonight. Um, but I would like for us to read through the first eight verses, if we would. Uh, and this is one of the signed psalms. It says, A Psalm of David. And uh, I like this psalm because of the fret not. And, uh, of course, that's not talking about playing your guitar or violin. You fret the instrument to make the different chords appear. Uh, but the idea of fretting is to worry, is to... Uh, get tense is to be concerned about things. And it says, fret not thyself. Don't work yourself up because of evildoers. Now, it seems that every time we listen to the news, what is going on today, there's some new evildoer uh, out there doing things that we need to be worried about. The Bible says, fret not thyself because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. You know, this whole thing with uh, Mr. Epstein and his supposed suicide or actual... Nobody knows. Only God knows. And don't, don't worry about it. And there's people out there that are mad at Mr. Epstein, not because of the horrible things that he did, but because of all the money he had. The, the Bible says here, don't be envious against the workers of iniquity. 
Uh, someone once said uh, the difference between Ronald Reagan and Bill Clinton was that Ronald Reagan made us uh, glad or proud to be Americans, and Bill Clinton made those proud that they could get away with it. And, and uh, certainly the difference there, but I'll tell you what, Bill Clinton's not getting away with it today. And he still has to stand before the judge of all the ages. Uh, I want you to understand something. No one gets away with it. It looks like they do, but the Bible says, don't be envious. These are the commands. Fret not thyself because of evildoers. Don't worry about what the bad people are doing. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. Here's why. For they shall soon be cut down like grass and wither as the green herb. Here's the third command. Trust in the Lord and do good. Trust in the Lord and do good. Just, I mean, actually a recap of this morning's sermons. You make your attention in the laws of God. You just keep doing good. Then what's it say? So shalt thou... Dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Uh, Not quite sure that Benjamin Franklin was familiar enough with the Bible, but he came up with a saying that God helps those who help themselves. No, that's not biblical. That's not Bible. But here's what it says. Trust in the Lord and do good. You just keep trusting in the Lord. You keep doing good, and God will take care of you. Amen? Uh, these, again, are, are things that are thoughts that are bounced off of each other, complete in themselves. Verse 4, one of the most misunderstood verses in all the Bible, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Now, the command is to delight thyself also in the Lord. Uh, to make the Lord thy delight. David said in Psalm one nineteen, he said, if my delight hadn't been in the law of God, I would have perished. And the reason God will give you the desires of your heart, not because he wants to give you what's in your heart, because God wants to change your heart to meet his desires. It's the exact opposite of what Mr. Warren has said in his book, The Purpose Driven Life in Church. That's why we do not recommend those books. I have not read those books. I will not read those books. Because I've seen what has happened to men that were once solid Bible-believing pastors who have come under the influence of those books and have turned their ministries inside out. And... uh, I I don't consider myself to be such a great brain there or full of so wisdom that I could pick apart the problems here. Uh, I'm just not going to be influenced by them. You see, I want to delight myself in the Lord. He will give me the desires of my heart if my heart is in agreement with His Word. What's the next verse? says it again, just a little different way. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in Him, and He shall bring it to pass. 
when I read a verse like this, I, I think of Dennis who at one time attended our church in the old building and he tried to have an argument that uh, beer is godly and coffee is not. And uh, I've used him for an example because he's such an extreme <laughs> illustration of ridiculousness. And so I told him, I said, Dennis, I'll wait here. You go buy a six-pack of beer and bring it back to the house. He said, are you going to have a beer with me? I said, no. But I want to watch you pray and thank God for the beer. And he says, I can't do that. I said, that's exactly right. And I said, if you told me you could, I would then tell you how that every can of that beer screams with all the little babies that went hungry because their daddies went out and spent the food money on the beer. I said, I can tell you stories from all the, all the homes that have empty seats at the dinner table because somebody was out there drinking that beer and killed someone in a car accident. Let me, let me tell you, you can't thank God for those things. You can't commit that way unto the Lord. You can't do it. But if you commit your way unto the Lord, if your way is worthy of commitment, then you can trust in the Lord and He'll make it happen. I think back all those years ago, uh, as, as a young man, uh, we moved here to Astoria. Our way was to see a church planet. It hasn't been easy, but God has planted a church. It is established. Those are God's word. He has brought it to pass. And look what it says. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as the noonday. How would you like to just be right? I think of my pastor, Roy Thompson. There's just one thing that, if there was anything I admired about my preacher, the fact that he was a great preacher, of course, and, but Brother Thompson came down on the right side of the issue. He understood the truth of this book enough to apply it to everyday problems There's a big issue in the preacher's fellowship, and he came down on the right side of that. These same preachers that were bending the rules when Brother Thompson was much younger were the same preachers that took that fellowship in the opposite direction that the Bible ever intended it to go. But he'll bring forth your righteousness And you'll be right. Your judgment as the noonday. Seven. Two commands in verse seven. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Isn't that a terrible verse? No. It really is a true foreshadow of what the Christian life is to be. Every day is a Sabbath for the New Testament Christian. I am to rest in the Lord. I am to wait patiently for Him. That was Moses' problem, was it not? He, He wanted to deliver Israel. But he didn't wait patiently. He didn't rest in the Lord. Then the Lord comes and said, Now it's time. You're 80 years old. You're now grown up enough to be my servant. And he says, Oh, no, I'm not. You see, we just never, ever get it right. But... 
if we'll rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him, then the next one, fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. You know, many preachers got caught up in this purpose-driven life, this Joe Olstein, this mega church thing. Why? Because they had numbers. Well, I want to challenge you if just plain numbers is the issue, then why don't we open a bar? Because bars have good numbers. You know that? Most bars have better numbers than churches do, don't they? Uh, uh, the false religion has always had the numbers. How many people were in the house of Dagon when, Philip, when the Samson brought the walls down? He killed more people in the house of Dagon than he did in his whole life up to that point. I want to tell you something. Just because it looks good doesn't mean it is good. Don't fret. In fact, I remember getting uh, bowled out by a preacher who says, You don't have the numbers I do. Who do you think you are telling me that I can't do? I said, listen, we're independent Baptists. You do anything you want. But why are you telling me I have to do what you're doing? You know, it always works out that way. They always come out with the same argument as, Who do you think you are telling a woman what she can do with her body? Well, let me tell you something in the political realm. They were going to tell you with Obamacare, everything you could do with your body. Don't, don't give me this that you can't tell people what a uh, uh, New York City police officer, if you're sitting there looking at your cell phone, walking across one of these busy intersections, he's probably going to tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, put your phone away before you get killed. Uh, they will tell you what to do with your body. And most of it is for your benefit, not for your harm. Uh, don't, don't go there. You see, there's a lot of people that they cause all these things. And, and to, they, they are, bring wicked devices to pass. I mean, you just got to stop here. Uh, how many of you have met somebody from the black helicopter crowd? Uh, uh, they're, they're the conspiratorialists. They're there. You know, they're getting ready. They're building concentration camps in America for, for Christians. And they're going to put us all there and kill us all. Here's what the Bible says. It says, Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. If that actually happens and they round us all up, here's my prayer. God, will you give me the grace to suffer for you like, the, like you did for the Apostle Paul and Silas in, Philippian, in the Philippian jail? Amen? Would you? But you don't need grace to suffer if you're not suffering. Amen? So, let's not worry about all those things. Now, here's the next one. This one's tough. Cease 
from anger and forsake wrath. But I have a right to be upset about that. Uh, maybe. But even if you do, here's what the Bible says. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. I cannot, there are sometimes, the Bible says, an angry countenance driveth away a backbiting tongue. So if you're dealing with someone who is nitpicking and just those kinds of things, it says an angry countenance. But how many of you think you could fake an angry countenance pretty easily? Most of us could. Without any, I mean, we don't have to have acting skills to fake an angry countenance. Amen? But I can't tell you anything that I know that I've ever been involved with where my anger and my wrath actually helped the situation. I, I can't give you one example. Uh, I can give you a lot of negative ones. How many of you joined me with that? That my, my wrath, my anger made it worse didn't make it any better. We, we need to be careful here. And that doesn't mean that we're supposed to be, you know, Milbert Milk Toast and just sit there. Hello, everybody. We're, no. We're, we're allowed to stand where God stands. Amen. But you getting angry about it isn't going to solve anything. You... Exuding your wrath is only going to make it more difficult. Second one. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. Now, what he's done here, the psalmist has brought before us a complete pattern of life. How many of you have ever... just said, I wish I could just reach in and grab my key and just walk down the side of that vehicle. Don't fret yourself to do evil. you got to fight fire with fire. No, you don't. The only time you fight fire with fire is when there is no hope of ever putting out the fire. We do not ever find ourselves in that position as a Christian. You see, we take all of these things and we, we, we do not have another command until we get all the way down to verse 27. And what we have going on here in verses 9 through 27 is a series of many songs inside this one Comparing and telling us what goes on. Verses 9 through 11, we're comparing the meek with the wicked. It says, For evildoers shall be cut off, but those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall not be. Yea, thou shalt diligently consider his place, and it shall not be. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. How many of you see the connection there between those three verses? We have the short time span of the evildoer. 
they're going to be there, they're going to be gone. But those that wait on the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. Do you remember one of the Beatitudes? Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. And then we get down to verse 12, and we go down just two more verses. The wicked plotteth against the just, and gnasheth upon him with the teeth. The Lord shall laugh at him, for he seeth that his day is coming. So, we have the wicked plotting and planning. We have the wicked trying to, to destroy the righteous. They're just so out of control. We think of the stoning of Stephen when he pointed his fingers and said, you are the stiff-necked men that have stood against God. You're their descendants. You And they gnashed on him with their teeth. Can you imagine that? These were in their uh, robes of, quote-unquote, self-righteousness, in their garments uh, of, uh, of the Pharisees. That everybody knew who they were, and they were literally just... They had lost their minds like rabid dogs. Listen, the Lord is going to laugh at them. I don't know if you've ever been laughed at or not in a cruel and vindictive way. But I'll tell you, if you have, you never forget that. And God is laughing at these people who think they're in charge of this world. Their day is coming. They're going to stand before God. We need to have our attention. The psalmist has already dealt with where our attention needs to be. Amen? And our attitude and these things. And so we we come down to verse 14. The wicked have drawn out the sword. They have bent the bow to cast down the poor and needy and to slay such as be of upright conversation. Uh, I saw a poll the other day that, uh, was it 60 or 70% of college students believe that it is permissible to use physical force to stop someone who is speaking against what you believe. Uh, I, I will tell you, our, our America has never known that level of animosity toward another person just for words. Now, where are these people getting this stuff? In public school, being taught that uh, people like us are destroying the universe and it's only up to them who, who to protect this world or we're all going to die? I mean, if you really believed in global warming to that extent, and they do because it's true science to them, they are losing all sensibility whatsoever. It says here, verse 15, Their sword shall enter into their own heart, and their bows shall be broken. A little that a righteous man hath is better than the riches of many wicked. Verse 17, All in itself, For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholdeth the righteous. Verse 18, The Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in evil time, and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied. But the wicked shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord shall be as the fat of lambs. 
they shall consume into smoke, shall they consume away. Into smoke shall they consume away. Verse 21, another separate one. The wicked borroweth and payeth not again, but the righteous showeth mercy and giveth. For such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth, and they that be cursed of him shall be cut off. The step man, the, the verse 23 and 24 here, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. Verse 25, I have been young and now am old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. He is ever merciful and lendeth, and his seed is blessed. Now we come to the next command. Depart from evil and do good. What's the result? And dwell forevermore. And now we have again another series of songs that we're coming down to here. They'll take us to verse 34. For the Lord loveth judgment, forsaketh not his saints. They are preserved forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell therein forever. The mouth of the righteous speaketh wisdom, and his tongue talketh of judgment. The law of God is in his heart, and none of his steps shall slide. Okay, now we're going over the other side. The wicked watcheth the righteous and seeketh to slay him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is just judged. Verse 34, command again, wait on the Lord and keep his way, and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. 35 and 36, another song. I have seen the wicked in great power and spreading himself like a green bay tree. Yet he passed away, and lo, he was not. Yea, I sought him, but he could not be found. Command, last command. Mark the perfect man and behold the upright, for the end of that man is peace. But the transgressors shall be destroyed together, the end of the wicked shall be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous is of the Lord. He is their strength in time of trouble, and the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. Next time you hear a news story and you just go, Oh, we've got to do something about that. Fret not. Fret not. We don't have to answer the world. I, I think we get in trouble by doing that. Let's understand something. The wicked are not going to stop being wicked. They're going to keep doing their thing. We should expect it. But we should also expect something else. Their wickedness is going to be short-lived. What was it? Adolf Hitler said he was going to build a Reich that would last a thousand years. Hardly lasted a thousand days. Uh, a, a little longer than that, of course, but it was in decline and falling apart long before it was totally ended. I want you to understand something. 
the science books that were there when I was in high school, every one of them has been completely rewritten. They were talking about global freezing. The sun was going to go out and we were going to go into an ice age. That's what they taught us when I was in, high, uh, in, in grade school. Now it's global warming. So I, I wonder when we're going to get to global mediocrity. I mean, that's uh, right in between, huh? Uh, no, they've, they've got to create a crisis. Everything has got to follow the script. And how many of you caught AOC's now defunct uh, campaign manager, treasurer, all of that? It's not about climate change. It's about governmental control of people who want to destroy things. That's what he said. And it was amazing. He didn't last a week after he said those things. He got fired and threw it away because he was actually pulling back the veil of truth over what it has nothing to do. Socialism has nothing to do about equality. Those of you that lived under socialism... Uh, under its various names, whether it was communism or fascism or uh, any of these other things that were out there, there's no equality. The only equality is for the people who are in charge. And uh, what we want to do is we have the words of David written to Israel. When David was the king, more than likely. And he said, stop fretting yourselves. Stop worrying about what the evil people are doing. Don't be envious against the workers of iniquity. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shall thou dwell in the land. Verily, thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thy heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in the way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger. Forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. Then he goes on and illustrates every of those points with the songs. Adds those separate commands about departing from evil. Wait on the Lord. And finally, mark the perfect man and follow him. Because as we do, we will understand that God will keep us and protect us. And all God's people said. Heavenly Father, we come before you tonight. We thank you for your psalm here. And we ask that you would... Help us to commit this, these words to our heart and to our life and that we may know and understand that we are in your will and in your protection. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, let's take our prayer list if we would. Uh,